0: Let tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees, the moon up above, and a thing called love. Let me tell you about the stars in the sky, the girl and the guy. Hello, and welcome way. to Hive Mind, the podcast for beekeepers by a beekeeper. It's been a little while, faithful listeners. 2021 is upon us. The novel coronavirus is still a battle being fought by many sides the u.s has a new president and colony collapse disorder is on the decline a big piece of why i feel ccd is on the decline is simply because beekeepers are communicating with each other local clubs um, and groups even on facebook i've seen um, the beekeeping community band together um, for the simple cause of helping one another and their bees. Um, Of course, one of the primary and most ancient causes of CCD is the Robomites. So definitely don't forget to put Mite Guard in your hives this year. Um, I feel even if you're in an area where you haven't seen Mites, I definitely think they are out there. Um, With that, I will give everyone a quick update on my personal apiary. I'm going to be uncovering my bees most likely mid-March, depending on how the weather goes. We just had a very big snowstorm. However, my bees were actually coming out uh, this weekend in search for pollen, so I may be giving them some supplemental food. One thing I'm going to try is... During the winter, I've heard a lot of beekeepers check their hives with stethoscopes so they they don't open the hives and release all of that internal heat. So depending on how the weather goes, that may be something that I try soon. But with all of that being said, it has been seven months since I've produced um, an episode for you guys. And in that time, the show's actually amassed double the followers and i've tripled a lot of um, listens on each episode Um, so i'd like to thank each and every one of you for your continued support and your patience throughout the pandemic as i've stated in earlier episodes i do work in the medical field and um, sometimes when you get home the last thing you want to do is a podcast but i have started a new shift, which has allowed me a little bit more time to do research on my own, uh, which I actually really enjoy, as I stated in a prior episode. But I recently put out a poll to see what some of my listeners wanted to hear about next, and the overwhelming majority voted for bees in symbolism. Um, Honestly, I don't know why. Uh, as this is something usually covered in an English 101 class. Not bees specifically, but symbolism overall, but I'm happy to oblige. Many of you might be thinking, how do bees relate to symbolism in any way? Honestly, I knew one or two ways prior to this that I've just heard. Um, Obviously, I've gone over some historical meanings in the past, but I found an overwhelming amount of symbolism tied to bees, wax, hives, and honey, of course. Uh, Clovis and Napoleon apparently both adopted the bee as their symbol in the, I believe it was 17 and 1600s, respectively. But just to get things kicked off, I, um, I'd i be remiss if I didn't note That um, the philosophers, Virgil, Showmakers, Shakespeare, uh, Marx, Tolstoy, Plato, all of these poets, philosophers, um, what have you, they've been using bees in their art for a very long time. I mean, even myself, I named the show Hive Mind as a way for fellow beekeepers and just those interested to learn more about the philosophy and history of beekeeping. So, in very passive ways, um, if you look at it, we've been using bees, hives, honey, and wax in symbolism for a very long time. I'm sure you've heard of the term, Land of Milk and Honey. One surprising find I made was that many monks and nuns still associate the honeybee with Jesus Christ. Uh, To quote Garth Clifford from his article, the joy of nature, the honey reflects the sweet and gentle character of Christ. The sting uh, pertains to the justice of the cross, the strength of, Industriousness and wisdom of a bee symbolizes that of Christ." End quote. It's very, very natural to me, um, I'm not surprised at all, that they would be seen as a simile to a church or community, as they're unified and dedicated to the strength of their home and to their family. Sort of branching off of Christianity, uh, the Esne people were referred to as bees, um, simply because they they lived in hive-like structures, but they were also very, very devoted to their religion and the protection of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, so many people have compared them to, essentially, a beehive protecting the Dead Sea Scrolls rather than honey, which I found that was just very, very fascinating past christianity if we look at the celtic people um and before i get a lot of angry emails about my pronunciation about the celtic people hear me when i say that both the irish and welsh use the letter c to indicate the sound represented by the letter k in english now i'm not an expert in ancient civilizations or linguistics um i'm just a beekeeper from northern nevada so take that for what it is anyway the Celtic people uh, they they saw the honey bee as a symbol of uh, wisdom especially the black bee they essentially regarded black bees as world travelers who would harbor messages from the gods um, in fact most believed in the tradition of telling the bees and if you've heard of this I might have mentioned it in the past and I, I honestly don't remember But this actually originated from the Celts. And essentially, they would tell the bees when there were births, weddings, deaths, uh, wars. Essentially, they would just keep them up on the latest comings and goings. This eventually coined the Scottish term Ask the Bee for what the Druid knew. Now, if that's not a quote, I don't know what is. Now, another fascinating thing that I found was... Given the relationship between the Romans and the Celtics, um, the Romans actually avoided swarms of bees. Now, this isn't because they were afraid of actually getting stung. They were afraid of the messages they might receive from the gods. Isn't that something? Last episode, I did mention that the bee and honey was related to St. Valentine and Cupid. However, there's a lesson learned from their wisdom. It is thusly. Leaping into passion without regard to a consequence is usually a bad idea. This is something that I think was perfectly depicted uh, in an art piece titled, Beware of Love's Sting. Uh, I suggest you look it up if you'd like a chuckle. It's also said that the Greek god Pan was representative of beekeeping, the wilderness, and sexuality. However, most Greek and Roman gods have been associated with the latter, so, I won't be reading too far into that one. Uh, Delphi was once said to be constructed by bees, uh, and the oracle itself was called an umythelos. Um I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that. However, it was shaped like a beehive. Um, in fact, it even had carvings of bees on the structure itself. The chief priestess was called the Delphic Bee. The priestesses called Queen Bees and the famous spiritual trances that they would enter before giving a prophecy or um, advice and such uh, are said to have been honey-induced. This is highly likely, however, what the uh, honey was embowed with is up to the imagination. Now, going a little bit farther back, the Egyptians viewed the bee as a status symbol of the powerful ra the egyptian sun god allegedly wept and rather than tears the first bees came from his eyes Um, it's said that the rulers of lower egypt were given the title he who belongs to the bee Native american tribes also found enchantment in the honeybee traditional gold and black masks as well as bee-themed jewelry, took part in a traditional dance ceremony wherein participants would be quote-unquote stung by a fellow dancer and later provided with a small gift or token to show their sympathy and companionship. It's heavily thought that the Native Americans regarded the honeybee as a symbol of entertainment rather than wisdom or fear. Now, as for the most mysterious symbolism regarding beekeeping or bees, um, other than dream reading, and yes, I will be covering that in a little bit, um, we have the Freemasons. Uh, The beehive was used as the primary Masonic symbol up until the Union of 1813. And um, rather than paraphrasing, I'm going to read a quote directly from Dr. David Harrison's website, because quite frankly, secret societies aren't all that interesting to me, and I'd rather look back on some historical significancies as I did before this. Um, So to quote from his website, the beehive teaches us that as we are born into the world rational and intelligent beings, so ought we also be industrious ones and not stand idly by or gaze with listless indifference on the most meanest of our fellow creatures in a state of distress. If it is in our power to help them without detriment to ourselves and our connections, the constant practice of this virtue is enjoyed on all created beings from the highest seph in heaven to the meanest reptile that crawls in the dust. Um, To add on to the relation of the Freemasons with beekeeping, in a lot of um, especially older Masonic temples, there were actually um, copulas at the top where it was hollowed out and the entrances were so small they assume it was created for bees to actually house themselves Um, the honey isn't thought to have been harvested but it was more of a a safe home for bees to come to have shelter from predators as well as the winter now a lot of people out there might be into dream reading Um, as somebody who studied psychology in college um, I wasn't a fan of Sigmund Freud's opinions on it Um, I personally believe your dreams are a way to process the comings and goings of your thoughts, how to process traumas, learning experiences, etc, etc. However, if that is your thing or if you are superstitious, this part is for you. Dreaming of an individual bee or having a bee encounter you is generally viewed as an indication something important is about to happen or is in the process of occurring. If you dream of a cluster or swarm of bees, you simply need to reorganize your life. Dreaming of a hive is a sign of a prosperous future. However, if honey is present in the hive, you will not only be prosperous but wealthy if you see the sunset then most likely it's nighttime okay okay that last one was a little nugget of wisdom from yours truly i just wanted to make sure you're still listening but with that being said everyone i think i'm going to wrap this episode up uh you all know i keep my episodes pretty short and sweet i've gotten a lot of feedback a lot of people find my voice relaxing So, for those of you who are listening to Fall Asleep, I hope you're getting a full eight hours. Good for you. Uh, For those of you listening for education purposes, I hope you've learned something today. I do have some upcoming show ideas. The primary one, which I am most excited about because I've been doing the most research on it, is... The relationship between CCD, Colony Collapse Disorder, and social distancing, of all things. Uh, We spent pretty much an entire year inside. So, I mean, of course that's going to have an effect on ecosystems, let alone the bee populations. So, expect that coming eventually. I'm not even going to attempt to guarantee release dates at this point, but... With my new shift, like I spoke on earlier, I do have more free time to not only research, but write my episodes. Writing episodes is more like giving myself guidelines to talk about the subject of the week. But I guess that's one thing I'm sure you've all noticed is I do a lot of my episodes off the cuff. I do research but I don't necessarily write full episodes. This is more of a passion project that I do, not for monetary gain, but for simple education purposes. I want other beekeepers to know the history and the philosophy and essentially the roots of what they're involved in. And everyone else who listens, I guess, is along for the ride. Uh, I know a lot of coworkers. Shout out to you guys if you're listening right now, friends, family. I have reached nearly every continent with this podcast with zero advertising. So I wanted to give a shout out to my 124 listeners in Europe, my eight followers in Asia, my 36 followers in Australia. Five listeners in Africa and my other five listeners in South America. Thank you, everybody. I don't know how you found the podcast, but you found it. You're here. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. Um, I hope 2021 is the fresh start we were hoping we would receive in 2020. But life is what you make it, everybody. That is the whole premise. It's only going to be what you make it. So with that, everyone, be safe. And as always, be happy.